Hello, hello. Hello, and welcome to the Gargoules. I'm Caitlin. I'm Sam. And while we are, I don't know, like 1300 for yep. reasons unknown, um, we thought we would do like a little snack. Yeah. As you would. I feel um, bad that it's been a while since we've done a pod, so yeah. we're yes, yes. trying this out remotely. Don't know how it's going to work out, but... Yeah, it might sound really weird, but it's super cool. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know how cool it is, but it's super cool. <laughs> <laughs> this is super cool. Um, so yeah, we thought we would do something kind of short and sweet uh, just to keep things going, even though I'm out of state right now, but... um. So we were going to do, with the anniversary of Jaws recently, and um, Meg's coming out, yes. soon, I think, which is like the most exciting thing all year. Um, that got me thinking about, since we're in Florida, it is a constant threat and fear of sharks and stuff like that. Uh, we kind of have to deal with them all the time. Um but I started thinking about fears, and I thought it would be kind of cool to talk about some of the fears that we had, maybe as kids, or the fears that we have now, or dumb fears that are just, we have to live with them, whatever. Um, so yeah, that was kind of my thought. Uh, it got me thinking about that, because, well, you've swam, you've swam with sharks, haven't you? Yeah, at Discovery Cove. Um, they have a new exhibit now. Like, they've always had the sharks where you can swim next to them. Like, uh-huh. there's a glass wall separating you guys. <laughs> um, but they have, like, a new experience now where you can actually go in with the sharks, swim around um, with your snorkel on and everything, and then you have, like, an interaction with the more docile sharks. But it was really cool. No- nothing like I expected, uh, you go in and you have to wear shoes, like water shoes and gloves and a couple of other like safety equipment things, just I guess to make sure that if something does bite you, it's not a big deal. Um, yeah. Wear yeah. like one of the full body wetsuits, which you can anyway if you go there, but they have like the quarter wetsuits for normal, like people who aren't doing the shark swim. Okay. Um, But yeah, like you have to... Once you hit the last step going into the water, you have to bring your legs up immediately and kind of float along the surface. Oh. Yeah. You can't put your feet down. You couldn't anyway. Like, it's too deep anyway. Like, even Preston, who's six foot four, like, he wouldn't be able to touch the bottom if he stood down. But they're worried about if you're kicking with your feet that you're going to kick a shark and it'll bite you. So Yeah, that's true. I was a little, like, I know that a couple of, obviously, everybody always thinks of the great white shark as, like, the most active and most scary. Yeah. But, um, like, obviously, like, I'm a big fan of Shark Week, and I know you are, too, like, all the different shows and everything. But, um, like they say on there, bull sharks and mako sharks and black tip sharks are actually more likely to be the ones that attack you because they're more uh, in like Florida and things play great white sharks aren't always where people swim most of the time I yeah guess. Well, yeah and those sharks are they can be in like the shallow waters or ri- they fi- they find bull sharks in rivers all the time yeah because they can go in the so, brackish water and everything too. yeah 
So those are easy to bite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in the in the tank, they had nurse sharks, which obviously are super docile. They just stay on the bottom. But they also had black tip sharks. So huh. knowing everything that I knew, like I was a little, you know. Like, yeah. Oh, really? And they're my size. Like they're not. It's not like the baby one I saw at Coco that was maybe a foot or two long. It's yeah. like five or six foot black tip sharks. Like Holy they're not fully crap. mature. Yeah. They're not fully mature sharks, but like they're they're big. They're my size. Like, like they're bigger than me. They're longer yeah. than me when they're swimming underneath me. So, but it was a really cool experience. I don't there's nothing really like I know Kate like I would like to do a cage dive at some point. Yeah, but, well that's because you're a crazy person, so. Yeah, but <laughs> like that we were there was no other than like the wetsuit. There's nothing between you and the sharks. Yeah, that is so, so cool. And, I mean, you still have a healthy fear for the Megalodon, right? Cause we oh, absolutely. The water. Or, yeah. like, not the water itself, but just going out in the ocean and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, and, like, I knew that if I got bit, like, the likelihood that I would, which is slim to none, is, like, these sharks are hand-fed every day. They know they don't need to bite you to get food. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, But, like out in the ocean and stuff like there's no way that no way (laughs) like kate like they have the cage diving and obviously we've watched 47 meters down quite a few times which is a great new shark movie if you guys haven't seen it but um yeah like it was shockingly very very good but the same time though (laughs) yeah like it's it's something that you know you think about, I'm sure, when you're in a cage, like, diving with sharks. So, to know, to see it happen, like, in real time on a video or a movie, like, that's, it's very scary. But you see those kind of cages, but then they have those cages now where they're complete glass. Oh, yeah. Which like is, like, air holes in them kind of thing? Yeah, like, it's plexiglass with, like, a couple of holes in it, I think. Um, and you have to be, you still have to have, like, the scuba gear and stuff on. Um, but, like, it's a total plexiglass cage. Yeah, so, I don't know about that. I don't know about the, the metal cage, though. Yeah, but I even with the metal cage, like, you, you, can, you know that the shark can see the cage. So they're probably, if they want to bite at something, they're going to try and bite at the, at the cage, you know? That's a really good point, Yeah. But if they don't see anything, like with the plexiglass, they just well, I don't. Sharks still have like echolocation, don't they? So they might like actually hit that plexiglass with like an echolocation kind of thing, right? Yeah, but then what if they use their ton of weight? I know, I know. That <laughs> you know, like to smack I'm... against it, like how you know you can't even really stand on plexiglass, let alone let a shark plummel into it, you know. Oh, no, for sure. It is a healthy fear anytime near the water to be wary of any kind of sharks, anything like that. But the thought of something below you that you don't know is there is terrifying. It's not just sharks. It's absolutely anything Um, because the ocean is just terrifying, mostly. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's I think that's just a healthy fear that probably most people have. Yeah, I don't know anybody who's 
like you go out a mile into the ocean, like on a boat or something, and you don't know how far down it is. No. You don't know what's down there. Like you could you could literally I like as you know, obviously this is worst case scenario, but like there could be giant squid or giant octopuses or megalodons. Any of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like how do you how do you justify I don't know. I don't know. Like, that stuff just it freaks me out. It is like nerve wracking. Yeah. Like super nerve wracking. <laughs> well and like what if there's dead bodies? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like you have like like the sunken city of Atlantis down there kind of deal. And you have no clue. No, we have no idea what's down there, what's below us at any point in time down there, um, what could be sleeping, and the thousand-year awakening is coming, and yeah. you're in the wrong place at the wrong time. It's well, I read... So terrifying. Well, me and Dad, like, Dad and I, my, my Dad and I, when we went to the Titanic uh, oh, yeah, thing, they said that for James, because James Cameron has is one of the people in the world who has been down to the Titanic more than anybody else almost. Yeah. Because of the research for the movie and obviously he can afford to do that for whatever reason. But they said that the submersible that he goes in to goes to go down to the Titanic, it takes him from the surface to Titanic two and a half hours to sink to get down there. Jesus Christ. So that means it's a four and a, or five hour round trip to get down and up. That's not including the time that you spend down there. Yeah. How has he not been eaten by a giant squid yet? I don't know. Like, the, how can, can you even, we can get from what well, we live in Orlando. We can get from Orlando to Salem in two and a half hours on a plane. Yeah. Like that. And that's a plane. That's going, obviously, I know that they have to. So that everything pressurizes right and everything, they have to go relatively slow. Yeah. But can you imagine just being the only, like, little blip of light as you get further and further and further down? That is insane. I know. I couldn't even, you you know, one of the, it's just one of those things that, like, you can't, I couldn't comprehend it. I was like, I don't, what? Yeah. Yeah. It's like thinking about the edge of space or something where you just cannot picture the bigger picture than us like yeah. the expansion of the universe kind of thing that and is they, insane that's crazy you, you sit in basically a plastic beach ball type thing yeah it is for five I mean, hours wow just to get up and down that's I want, like i said that's not even when he gets to the bottom and he wants to go through the ship and everything that's literally just top to bottom he is like then I mean that legit makes him like the bravest man in the universe then. Yeah. Cause I'd be terrified. Like going down like that in I mean, and you get what is it? It's like twenty yards under the surface or something like that. It turns into like almost pitch black or something. Yeah. You can't like, see anything in front of you. Yeah. So he is sitting in pitch black. Like I wonder if he's ever just seen like a tentacle or something and been like, What was that? Maybe. But I don't know. Like, I would be losing my fucking mind. So he is definitely, like, the bravest person ever, in my opinion. Well, and not to... Obviously, being in the ocean itself is, like, terrifying. Yeah. But how how bad, like, how 
horrible would it be if you get to say, I don't know, say halfway through his trip, he's an hour down and the the glass starts to break. Yeah, or something happens. Like, how is, I, I wonder if anything's ever, like, happened. I mean, he keeps going down there. He must have, I mean, it basically must be, like, going to McDonald's for him where he's, like, going to go check out the Titanic, be back. And, like, yeah. he's got to have down. Well, and you have to have some kind of, I, I don't know, maybe, like, a parachute type thing where everything kind <laughs> of inflates so you go up faster. Oh, true. Yeah, but, I mean, a two and a half hours down into the ocean, that's going to be death. Yeah. Well, even if you get a slight crack in the in the glass or something, the pressure down there is, I think, something like comparable to walking out of a space shuttle. Yeah, without yeah, a suit on, yeah, for sure. Like, how can you? You would be dead, whether you died instantly from like imploding, or whether you died from drowning. There's literally nothing you can do. But as a human being trying to like self sac or self serve yourself would be the first instinct would be to start to try and swim up yeah for sure yeah you naturally you would think so if you could get out of the thing yeah when you know that feeling when you when you go to like a hotel pool that's like eight feet deep or something like that and you dive all the way down that almost panic that sets in when you're not to the surface and you think that you should be by that time yes Yes. That, I, I can't even imagine, like, how horrific that no, would No, especially if you, like, if he can't get out of the thing and it's just cracking and he's like, well, yeah. this is it. Like, I guess you'd have to kind of come to the conclusion that that's the way that you want to go. Yeah. Would I would have to bring, like, a help. gun or something just in case <laughs> so that, because, like, I feel like drowning, you know, till the very minute that you, to the very second, if not you die that it's happening oh yeah well and i mean that is a fear of yours isn't it yeah drowning specifically drowning in a car yes because it's like that where you can't i don't if i'm in control and i have some kind of option to try and get out and not drown like i can swim for however long or you know hope or float or whatever yeah but if i'm trapped in a car under the water and my seatbelt's caught or I can't get the window down or I can't get the door open or anything like that, that hor like it's it it adds a certain obviously it's horrific anyway, but it adds like that certain like amount of more tra not like anxiety and panic that you're literally sitting in your tomb and it's filling up and there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. Oh, for sure. No, that's a really good way to put it, too, because that's exactly how that is. Yeah. You even have a nifty tool for that, too, now. Yes, I do. Oh, actually, I have one on my keychain. Yeah. And I have a giant one, like a bigger it, one, too. It's really cool because it looks like one of the, um, it has a little tool on it that is almost like a uh, envelope opener, mm-hmm. like a little razor thing. Then that's for your seatbelt. And then it has a punch thing to punch out your glass on your window, right? Yep. Yeah. So it takes away and because dad's always told me that in order if I ever because he knows that that's my fear, obviously, he told me that the only way to open a car door once you're even if you're like quarter submerged in water would be to either put the window down immediately and before all the electricity goes out in the car. Yeah. 
or because the minute that water starts to fill you can't open the door the, it, oh, the no. water won't let you yeah, or right. you have to wait until if you can't get to the window in time or you don't have a roll down window like a non-electric window you have to wait for the car to completely fill up and submerge with water to equalize the pressure to be able to open the door huh so he bought me both tools <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah because I was like, you know, if if that happens, I'm going to panic and I'm not going to open the window in time. That's not going to yeah, be my I'm, first thought. Yeah, never going to at all, even a little bit, but thank you. Yeah, exactly. That's I, I appreciate the thought, but you put way too much faith in me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Well, yeah, that's, uh, but that is like, that's still a legitimate, that's a really legitimate fear. Because my, like, my land fears are not very legitimate I can't really think of any like legitimate fears that I have that aren't just like outside of the norm kind of thing yeah definitely afraid of roller coasters and I will not ride them period I'm like terrified of being like tilted backwards like the roller coasters do when you go up the side of them to go up like just I hate that like I hate that feeling it freaks me out gives me like a horrible anxiety attack um I mean, that's, like, the one thing, like, legit will not do. Like, I'm afraid of frogs and needles, <laughs> like, doctor's needles, but, like, I can coexist with those things. Like, I've had to get shots before, and I'm still alive, and frogs are around, and I'm still alive, but roller coasters are, like, the one thing, like, no, no way. It's not happening. Well, because there's really, like, with needles, obviously, they help you. They may not feel good, and you may not like them. But in the end, hopefully, they will be making you feel better for whatever reason that you're getting them. Yeah, like, I just, like, you have to, like, grin and bear it. Like, you have to get over it. It has to happen. It's just one of those things that it, you just have to. Yeah. Like, just that's just how certain things have to get into your body, period. End of story. So, like, you have to get, like, I have to get over that, at, like, at certain points in time and stuff. Um, not that I sit still or go willingly for those. I've caused many a disturbance in hospital rooms, but, um, I think roller coasters are like, like my legit fear. Like you're not getting me on one. It would be an anxiety attack uh, the entire time. Like I can't, I can't do it. Well, and really it's not as if it's unfounded anymore. We, in Daytona, they just had that roller coaster, obviously, Daytona Boardwalk needed to be demolished years ago or at least revamped a little bit. Probably just a little, maybe some some new screws. Yeah, but they derailed <laughs> and I'm pretty sure people yeah. got hurt. I don't nobody died as far as I know. Oh, they died a little inside. Yeah, I'm sure they'll never go on a roller coaster again. Yeah, but point proven. Yeah, exactly. I, just, I always feel like I'm like, see? See? Well, and it's like they it's like with the carnival roller coasters where, OK, you move this once every couple of weeks at most. How good are those screws being put in? Oh, yeah. I wouldn't trust those things ever in a million freaking years. Like, I don't trust Disney or Universal or any of those professional places. Like, I don't know why these psycho people ride these roller coasters at these carnivals and fairs and stuff like what is your problem i don't know you have to think you have to see the people that run them 
and you see it's like they haven't seen the inside of a Home Depot in at least a year. So if they, they break a the bolt head a off when they're putting stuff away, what do they do? Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. They don't give a shit. They get paid in like beer and stuff. Yeah. I had one carny <laughs> offer me a joint when I was like 14. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They don't care. So I don't know why people trust that stuff to ride. Like, don't get me wrong. I'll go to a fair just as much as the next person because that shit is fun. But you need to choose your rides properly, people. Like, well, we went on that chair thing. Oh, God. For some reason. I don't even remember why. I think it was just because it was new. No. For, like, it probably, like, what, seven years ago or so? Eight. Not that giant one, you mean, that goes up in the air really high? Yeah, we went on that spinny chair thing over at our county fair. Yeah. Well, I've always done the small one that doesn't go up. Yeah. Which it, I was so is terrified. stupid, because when you look at the chain, it's like a dog chain. Yes, it is. But I haven't done one in years. But then they had and that, that one that went up. It went up, what, like maybe 100 feet in the air? And then did yes. the swingy thing? Yes. Oh, God. That was awful. I remember screaming yeah, that, and, like, crying the whole time. Yeah, and that thing came That thing came to our county fair, like, four or five years ago, and it's terrifying. Yeah. Well, they have Absolutely. one in downtown, or, or they're going to have one in downtown they're Orlando. Going to, one. Yes, I know. I saw, I've been seeing the articles about it. Well, that's got to be even taller than the one that we did at the fair. Oh, by far. Because if the fair has that one, you know that the city of Orlando, who does the giant eye and everything, they're going to have a a giant swing thing. Yeah, and it's going to swing over Orlando, and you're going to find a dead body in your backyard when it launches that chair a billion miles an hour. Well, and you have the option. Well, obviously, I don't know on that one. But really, you have the option of, like, unhooking your belt and, like, lifting up the metal bar and everything while you're going. Well, and I'm guessing that the one at Universal will probably be, like, extremely airlock tight. Yeah. Uh, but the Carnival one is literally, like, it's like a metal diaper with a chain across it. Yeah, basically. <laughs> with, like, a clip. <laughs> well, and at any moment, like, you could just jump out if you wanted to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, not a problem. Or slide like, out, theoretically, oh, if yeah. you were, like, a skinny person. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, no, it is like a horrible death trap. And the minute we got on that thing at the county fair and it started to go up and swing us, I was like, this is the worst idea that we have literally ever had. Why did we trust this? I have Even no idea. No, we were younger and stupider then. Well, and to be fair, it was the first time that we'd seen it at our fair. So I was like, yeah. oh, it's brand new. At least if we're going to try it, we should try it now, not in 10 years when they haven't maintenanced it. Yes. <laughs> But even so, it was not worth it. I remember getting down and being like, what the hell did we just think we could do that for? No, I don't know. It, I, that, I don't pray ever. But, man, I was I was praying to whatever the hell is out there so that we could make it through that ride because it was so scary. Yeah, that was awful. But yeah, I, I, I'm not a big fan. I don't do roller coastery things, and I'm very timid around other rides and stuff. But roller coasters are probably my, like, numero uno of fears ever. Oof. Besides the healthy ones, which is like, you know, Jaws and Megalodon stuff. Yeah. Which I think that everybody should be scared of. Or at least, everybody should have a healthy fear. I don't want, yeah, like a healthy, like, caution towards them. 
Yes, just be aware. I mean, like, maybe you don't psych yourself out as bad as we do. Like, if we were in the, I would, I, I can't even think about it right now, but being, like, in the actual, like, ocean with our feet and body in the water, um, which is terrifying, like, you might not freak yourself out to the point that it's like, I might feel something touch my foot right now and die, basically, but be aware of your surroundings and understand that that is their world. That is their world. Jellyfish and sharks and all that stuff. That's their planet. Yeah. We can't go in there and expect that nothing's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. You have to have like a healthy knowledge that you know that every time you step foot in the ocean that there could something could potentially happen and it's not the animal's fault no and it's not it's the same way as when you step into a county fair and a fair ride kills you it's not the carney's fault yeah he's only doing the best that he can it's what they it's what they've been known to expect yes exactly well that was a nice little nice little ride through fear town yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh Anxiety level is just a bit at the orange level, but not quite to red. Right. Um, but yeah, I am. But still, I don't know why. Like you're like when you're so afraid of something like that, like the ocean and stuff like that. I am so pumped for that Meg movie. It's not even funny. Oh, it looks fantastic. I am so freaking excited about shark movies. Like bring them all. I'll take all of them. Well, the new trailer know. that came out a couple of days ago. I think it's either it's an it's an Asian trailer because there's Asian subtitles. Uh-huh. Um, there's one point where the Megalodon just swallows the cage hole that somebody's in. Oh, shoot. I haven't watched any trailers. Oh, it looks amazing. Want- and I don't want a single spoiler. It's got Jason Statham in it, and it's got Rain Wilson. Yeah. So yeah. I'm down for the comedy and the action. Yeah, it's going to be super interesting how that plays out. But um, the little bit that I saw looks like the CGI and stuff is going to be totally worth it. Yeah, I think that they've done a good job with the shark at least. Yeah, so as long as I'm looking at like Jurassic Park quality shark, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm down with whoever. I don't care who's in the movie. Yeah. Like, I think it's going to be a stupid good time. Oh, yeah, for sure. There's no... If anybody's going there expecting some kind of, like, scientific, fantastic breakthrough movie, like, just go home. Exactly. Oh, man. I am so excited, though. Me, too. Um, But we'll get back to our regular schedule of podcasting uh, sometime next week, hopefully. Yes. Um, Yes. We're going to a burlesque show next Friday. Um, yes a rock and roll themed one so maybe if you guys are interested in that we'll give we'll give you a little bit of a review on that we're super excited oh my god we're so excited we'll definitely post pictures of us at the event yes Um, it is it's so it's we're very very excited we're trying to get out and do more of this stuff uh finding it in the community in um florida which is a little hard but it feels like some doors are opening so we're gonna try really hard to do some events around florida um and hopefully report back to you a little bit we spend a few minutes at the beginning talking about our experience but we are extremely excited right now yeah so we'll make sure that we post pictures um give you guys a little Uh insight into what's going on that night uh it's rock and roll that's next friday on the 29th yes at 9 30 i believe something like that yep so we'll we'll hopefully put an episode out next week and then the episode after that we'll talk about the burlesque show. 
Yes, for sure. And it's getting into spooky season. Um, so we will be making sure that we start um, getting some ideas together for some various Halloween things, um, not just movies, uh, but it is in our books getting very close to spooky season. Yes, it's the first day of summer, which means we yeah. only have three months till the first day of fall. Yeah, so usually come the beginning of August, we are in our pre-Halloween spirit. I mean, we're already in our pre-pre-Halloween spirit, but August is like our prepping planning month, and then September, it is full spook season for us. Yeah, well, we'll we'll talk to you about Halloween Horror Nights. We're going to go, we're going to hopefully get frequent fear passes this year, so we'll be able to do a little bit of a review on the scare zones and the haunted houses and things like that. Yes. And we're actually going to do a bunch of stuff around Florida um, dealing with Halloween stuff. We have some corn mazes, which is like good old fun. Yeah. That's classic Halloween stuff. And there's some various um, houses and some various haunts and little things like that. So we're hoping to have like a extremely full October since we're here this month. We're not going to Salem this year. So um, our October, we're going to make sure it is jam packed yes. with stuff spooky stuff well our september and october but we are gearing up for october hardcore yes yes so as we get closer we'll give you more of a schedule on what we're going to be doing um and if you need any reviews or any advice on things to do around orlando we can definitely help with that Um, yes good idea yeah but thank you for tuning in and we'll talk to you next week yep this is a good one this is fun (laughs) (laughs) bye bye